0: Hey, welcome to the Sports Business Podcast, and I am your host, Mr. Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business, and as always, I got my co-host, my battle buddy. My brother from another mother, my drinking partner, Mister the one and only Mr. Brian Fairfield, aka Big Sarge, what's poppin',
1: Brody? Hey, <laughs> bro, listen, that little that little thing you just threw out there right now got me still thinking about our previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, you you look, hold on, hold on. How you drunk with so much energy though? Hey, hey,
0: hey, hey, you know, hey, you drink in moderations is what I was always told as uh, an old platoon sergeant so from you hydrate in moderations, bro. Right? So you know. <laughs> And for a quick disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen I have not been under the influence I'm completely 100% sober Can't sit there and say what's going to happen after the mics do go off though But you know, anything does happen while the mics are on, on, are lit up right now So with that being said, man um, I know we had to take a quick pause for the cause uh, The last couple of weeks uh, Just due to personal issues and things that You know, have gone on in both of our lives and whatnot But bro, if there's a good
1: time To get back in it is today not a great day? Like it's bro, Friday, it's
0: been a great
1: today, day. Today is a great day, bro. Before we get started, man, let me let me just send out my condolences to the losses, losses that you suffered, man. That's you know I, I, I've suffered some losses, man, but at least mine was you know at least you know spread out. But bro, you <laughs> know to have something you know have to deal with something like that back to back, man. You look, man, you know from 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 me to you, bro. You know you got my condolences, man thank you thank you thank you and uh
0: just a quick disclaimer for people who don't follow me on social media um i lost my aunt and my grandmother within a span of uh, a few weeks and uh we literally had to bury both sisters uh in back-to-back weekends and anybody knows eric compton uh my grandmama was my everything my grandma was my mama (laughs) Uh, up until my granddaddy passed away she was she was my granddad she was everything for me so um it's been a little weird um last couple of you know the last couple of weeks or so since she's she's gone on to to see the lord and uh but the cool thing about it is and you know if i could just put something out before we get into the show uh you know one one big thing about me was i always get my grandmama her roses while she was alive so i personally have zero regrets you know i'm just sad that it was so sudden but you know i went to go see my grandmama once a week we kicked it we chopped it up um you know, we always broke bread together where she was always either cooking something for me or I was bringing something to her. You know, I always went out with her, took her wherever she needed to go. So at the end of the day, man, it, it sucks that she's gone, but I know that, you know, I did everything that I could do as a grandson to make sure that she was good to go, man. So, but hey, man, I can't, words can't appreciate the love and prayers that everybody's been sending to me, especially you, big bro. Uh, you know, you know, I feel like the stuff that I've been through is only a small fraction compared to the things that you've been through as well. So, the feeling, yeah. the feeling's mutual as well, man. And You know,
1: you ain't going to do nothing but go out and buy a whole bunch of tennis shoes to get over.
0: You ain't going to do nothing but buy a bunch of J's. Probably, man. Side note, the FIBA, thir- uh, FIBA Retro 12s do come out next weekend for uh, anybody who's on the Jordan Watch. And uh, the PSG 6s came out, I think, today. So, anywho, that's your sneaker update. This isn't a sneaker show, but we do throw sneaker updates. Uh, <laughs> sneaker updates in there when we can. Anywho's like I said, today's Friday. Uh a lot of things have transpired this week, baby. Like it's been it's been a crazy week in sports, man. And I think the number one headline is this whole Jigga what? Jigga Who? <laughs> uh, uh, uh 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 Jay-Z all of a sudden in Rock Nation and Live Nation um has collaborated with the NFL pertaining to I guess they're going to be, um, as you like to call it, the, uh, in, 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 in some, in, in the black church, we call it the, uh, minister of music. He's going to be in charge yeah. of the entertainment aspect of, uh, the NFL, such as he, I guess they'll be in charge of the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl halftime shows. And I guess the NFL award shows and things like that, as far as the entertainment aspect goes. And so, you know, Jay-Z, who is the owner of rock nation and live nation, um, uh, Live Nation concerts, I think, is what it's called. Um, it has has formed a partnership with uh, Roger Goodell and the NFL. To give you a quick backstory, apparently this is something that's been in the works for the last year. Like they've been talking on the phone. Mr. Freaky Freaky, yeah. Mr. Freaky Freaky, Robert Kraft, right? Mr. Freaky Freaky, my Robert Kraft, uh, <laughs> the the. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Hammerdown Goodell over here, who's always worried about the wrong thing. Apparently, they've all been re- uh, meeting up and uh, commingling with each other pertaining to having this joint partnership. Which makes this thing even crazier, BB, is that during this one year of uh, collaborating, meetings, and coming up with different um, ideas as uh, the corporate America goes, you know, before they go live with an announcement and whatnot. Jay out hear in the black community. When I would not even say the black community, Jay Z's on the other side of the plane, uh, on the other side of the fence, saying, you know, Colin Kaepernick deserves to be in the NFL. Uh, uh, he's not going to do anything that has to do with the NFL. He does, he doesn't want any parts with the NFL. You know, he, I, I believe the NFL even reached out to him asking him if he was willing to perform for the half, Super Bowl halftime show last year that was in Atlanta. Um, he turned that down, saying that he's not going. He doesn't want to have anything to do with the NFL. And then turned, to, and then turned to find out today, Friday apparently, Jay-Z is uh, going to be part owner of an NFL franchise that has yet to be determined, and quote-unquote, to say that he's always wanted to own a team in the NFL. So, B.B., uh, I don't even know where to begin with this, because now you hired him as a, uh, the Minister of Music, who's in charge of all entertainment aspects in the NFL, but then now we're hearing rumblings that he is going to be part owner of an uh, NFL team. I said NBA because he was, he owned, like, of the Brooklyn Nets between like 2010 all the way to 2012 Um, so I don't know how much of a shareholder he's going to be as far as one of these NFL franchises it's going to be very very interesting which NFL franchise he's going to be an owner with but
1: bro what the hell is going on man so, this is what I said earlier, um, you know, right, right after they made Jay-Z the choir director. And, you know, I, I and the reason why I used the uh, minister of music analogy that I did earlier was because I'm thinking to myself, okay, so they're going to let him, you know, be over the entertainment in the NFL, right? And I was like, what what music minister do you know has any power in the church? Like, no. the pastor is still the one. the pastor and the deacons run the church. I mean, the, the music director ain't even over... The, the music director ain't even over the youth pastor, which would be the equivalent to like imagine Jay Z walking in, Troy Benson be like, "Hey, bro, like you not over me."
0: Like, right, they, like Troy like, Vincent like is that. the players' associate, uh, the players' union's uh,
1: president. Just for just cleared up for y'all. Yeah, so, so I'm like, so um, so I decided to reserve my judgment because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna even lie to you. I jumped the gun a little bit when Colin Kaepernick first started this whole thing. I, we low key
0: did. I think we did.
1: I think yeah, because I was like, "Well, why weren't you doing all this?" And I went down and I went and found a lot of the people had who had been, uh, who who had been murdered and, and who had been murdered or done wrong by law enforcement officials in the bay in the bay area only. And Especially. I said that, yeah, you know, I said when well, you were on top, you weren't saying nothing. But now that you've been injured and you're coming back, but I did say, I did say at the end of the video, I was like, "I'm gonna watch, and if I'm wrong, I'll come back and I'll apologize." And I've been apologizing ever since. What is, what has it been now? Three years since he started that campaign. Yep. So I've been apologizing ever since. I was like, look, I was wrong for even doing that, even though I did say I was going to wait. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to reserve judgment because on the flip side of it, I like Jay-Z. And I always know that he does have an ulterior motive that sometimes it works out and you just be like, wow. Because imagine he played the whole game and then he dropped 444 on us and then told you, hey, look, this is how you do the game. You know, did you, you know that a lot of uh, people in the Jewish community was mad at him for telling uh, for, for putting that on wax, telling African-Americans about, hey, look, you want to be rich, you need to get you some land, you need to get you Buy some, some gardens, yep, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to reserve my opinion to find out what the long game is going to be when it comes to this. But on the flip side of that, I'm like... The minister of music can't do nothing but give me Beyonce at halftime. Kendrick, J. Cole could possibly put um, Outkast back together to get them to perform. I mean, that that's about the closest thing that you could do for me. But then when this news broke today about him becoming part owner, here it is, Mr. Town Business, and 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 this is maybe you can clarify this and clear this up for me. If the NFL owners. Uh, um, If the NFL owners colluded to keep Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL, and Jay-Z, you become a part of the NFL owners, who is allowing you to buy into their team? Robert Kraft can't afford that backlash, no matter if you are Jay-Z or not. And I'm pretty sure a lot of the fans in Boston and the Massachusetts area, rather, they love Beyonce. But they don't too much care for Beyonce's husband. So- they
0: they're not gonna pay Beyonce money to but They can love Beyonce how they want, but I don't think
1: they're gonna pay Beyonce.
0: They're not gonna pay Beyonce prices, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense.
1: And so and that and so that's my thing. I'm like, okay, so which which ownership, which one of these uh, uh, you know, because a lot of a lot of the teams come from a lot of old money. So who old can open money. up the door and say, okay, we're gonna allow you in, Jason, even we don't even allow the black general managers in. But we don't even allow the black head coaches in. So when are we going to let you in? And that's why I started looking and doing some research. And I was like, this is the exact same way that the New Jersey Nets did you to get to Brooklyn. You had 1.5% stake. In the mm-hmm. New Jersey Nets, when they became the Brooklyn Nets, they got there, and then all of a sudden your stake went down to less than a less than one percent. Mm-hmm. And then you say, "Well, I had to sell it because I won- I became an uh, NBA agent and I couldn't own a team and be an agent." No, Jay Z, that's because the owner was constantly pushing you out of the way because he, he got, got what he wanted it already. Mm-hmm. So that's what is that's that's what I'm so afraid of is that. Jay-Z, it's almost like you're going to get your foot in the door, but for how long and what are you going to do? That's why I don't want to jump the gun. And I just want to say, look, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch. But I got questions though, Eric. I got a lot of questions. Absolutely, bro. There's a lot of questions that
0: need to be answered. So, anybody knows me, bro, uh, Jay-Z is actually my favorite. He's my greatest rapper of all time. That's, that's that's just how it is. Uh, in fact, my favorite rap, my favorite concert I actually ever went to in my life was two years ago on the Fo 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 tour here in Vegas. So um, I, I got nothing but love for Jay Z as far as how he is his business, man, uh, how he handles his business. There's an old saying also, BB, that says perception is greater than reality. I don't know if you've ever heard that in the military or not, but it's almost like it's a um, an illusion. An illusion artist, so they're big out here in Vegas. So you you grab the people's attention right here by saying, hey. I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. In Jay Z's case, it's I'm gonna be the minister of music, or I'm gonna be in charge of the entertainment aspect of the NFL. So you throw that illusion up there, that op- you throw those optics up there, right on the front side, for everybody to, you know, to go on social media and say Jay Z is a sellout, or this is a great move by Jay Z. Whichever side you're on, there's, there's a whole lot of discussions. Then on the back end, you start start throwing these little breadcrumbs in where the magic is really happening. And there's supposedly, like you said, there's these backdoor meetings. And then you have to do process of elimination of which one of these old owners. And a lot of that, I think the average age of the NFL owners is like 76 years old. So now you have to start thinking of process of elimination of what's one of these younger owners and start trying to figure out which one's going to probably bend over back or which one of them, which is the path, which is the path of least resistance that you can get in. And that's where you find out where he actually is going to be a share taker of one of these teams, these NFL franchises. So you have you have two different dynamics of what's going on with Jay Z right now. He has the facade of this whole entertainment aspect, and like you said, it, you know he better have a whole bunch of Rock Nation people out there: uh, Jay Cole, uh, Vince Staples, Jay Electronica, Beyonce. Uh, you know, there's already talks that Riri, uh, Rihanna, she completely does not support Jay Z, and you know there might she might even be trying to get off of uh, Rock Nation Records now. Um, so there's a lot of quick so you have that going up there on the front end and on the back end, he's over here commingling with NFL owners. And was the deal was you know, there's a question that can be asked right here straight out, BB. Was the deal for uh, you know, these NFL owners to go to Jay-Z to say, Hey, we'll let you be an owner as long as you play the game, but as far as you know, you're gonna you are going to we are not gonna let Colin Kaepernick in the NFL, but we need you to be the fall guy to be like, Hey, you know. He's been kind of—he's been talking to Colin Kaepernick during this whole time, you know, supporting him and yada yada yada. And then come to find out that he has—you know—Colin Kaepernick wasn't even included or was notified about this whole transaction that really took place on the front end. So it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's really interesting on how this whole dynamic is going to play out. I'm still—I still have my—I have my doubts about what's everything's going to happen. But you know, playing devil's advocate, and I—and I saw something that kind of kind of maybe look at something a little bit different because you brought up a good thing about Colin Kaepernick is that you know before before his downfall, which I still think he should have he still should have been allowed to play in the NFL. So let's get that straight out. But like you said, he had the shoulder surgery. Uh Jim Harbaugh or Jim Jim Harbaugh left the 49ers. Um, they brought in Jim Poundsula was like the offensive line coach and they just looked terrible. They, you know, they went from going to three consecutive NFC championship games to, I think, barely cracking eight and eight that last year of Jim Harbaugh, and it went down south from there. Like you said, there was a lot of things that transpired, especially the Bay Area, Um, as far as gentrification, police brutality, police shootings uh, with innocent people out there in the Bay Area. You know, he wasn't saying nothing during the peak of his career. He was still buying Jordans. He was the face point of Beats, headphones, Nike, and yada, yada, yada. But like you said, during his downfalls, when he started talking about the social injustice, taking the knee for the national anthem, and that's where everything kind of started. So the question for me was, you know, he's, not only did he settle out of the NFL, he got his check cut after he filed a grievance with the NFL, and they settled out, or they settled out of court. But BB, do you know that a majority of the Nike st- the your top shareholders uh, for Nike? As far as Nike goes, they support a majority of nothing uh, but Republicans for their campaign trail. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. So Nike, not only, so, so, so let's let's just play let's just, let's play this game real quick. So not only does Nike support a, a, a boatload of, of, of Republicans in this nation, but they also cut a check for count. You know, they've also kept Collins happening it. On the payroll for the whole Know Your Rights camp, they had the Jersey line that they did with him. He was on the whole Just Do It campaign uh, earlier earlier this year as well, right around the Super Bowl time frame. So you know, everyone can look at. So that I'm just I'm just playing. I'm just laying, laying out all the information for people to look it up and figure out. You know, are we going to look at Jay Z any different than we had with Colin Kaepernick, a guy who says that he supports? You know, he, he's he's all for social injustice, equality for everyone, but yet. have this the Nike the Nike brand which is the third most recognizable logo in the world beside outside of Coca Cola and McDonald's who supports nothing but Republican. Get that and play those aspects as well. Let's look at those different optics. So it's gonna be very very interesting on what they end up doing, BB. So I'm gonna be reserved on this whole Jay-Z thing. Um, it's going to have to play out, I would probably say, at least all the way up to the Super Bowl is when we're going see. Um, we're, we're really going to see what's what, what fired and what took place. But um, that's all I can say. It's just everyone just needs to, you know, relax. Let's see what happens. Um, but, you know, if you want to call a spade a spade, let's also look at Colin Kaepernick, who's still getting a paycheck cut from a the third biggest co- company, recognizable company that supports a whole bunch of Republicans. So let's just wait it out before we just make be quick to judge things.
1: Well, see, I, I I look at it like this: I'm not a public, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat. I don't, right, have, so. I don't associate, or affiliate myself with any political party. That's why I don't never make it political. Just like with the whole Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, you know, throwing the part, throwing the fundraising for the president, raising twelve million dollars, which is entitled and, to do. Yeah, and, and then Kenny Steals, you know, one of his players coming out saying against him, but he also has the first, I mean, not the first, but he has a black head coach and a black general manager, so. You know, it's like six in one hand, half a dozen in another if you're going to, you know, take it that way. I don't, you know, and even with Nike. So I, I've, uh, in, in my quest, once I stepped away from the political party that I was affiliated with, I was able actually to see, you know, see everything from a clear aspect. And a lot of these, you know, in the area in which I live, there are a lot of Republicans and there are mm-hmm. a lot of rich Republicans. There's a lot of rich Republicans that go to my gym. So mm-hmm. I get into these conversations sometimes where I'm the only African American in the in the room, but you know that doesn't mean anything to me. I also know that I'm the only non-Republican in there, so I Absolutely. get to ask these questions because you know they they you know that we all get to having these conversations, and so a lot of them will tell you a lot of the rich Republicans will tell you, hey, look, we're Republican because we get the tax break. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I said this when I was on an AJ show, the lunch break the other day. Um, uh, we don't, you know, when you're, when you're a, like a hundred there or a thousand there, you don't understand the mindset of a millionaire or a billionaire to, 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 to Stephen Rawls, being able to support the president and raise $12 million for him right there, being a tax write-off for, well, he's looking at that down the line because, you know, his taxes may be, let's just say he got $30 million in taxes. But the president has, you know, put something into play where now it goes from thirty million to down to twenty. To just say twenty million, hecky. Okay, let's just say drop down to twenty-two. He's still saving eight million dollars. That's the mindset of a lot of Republicans. And so, you know, when I look at it, it's not going to make me stop buying Nikes because, like, no, I'm, at all for sure. Yes, for yeah, yeah not- I'm, I'm apolitical, but you know, and that's what I. And, and that's another thing that I see it as. You know, when it comes to Jay Z, Jay Z's uh, what on the brink of being a billionaire. Even without you know his wife's income, he still has a lot of money. One thing that was brought up, um, uh, one thing that was that was brought up on social media, but something that I put out on social media as well, Eric, was this. I'm like, I understand why people are mad because, in 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 retrospect, Jay Z is an is an employee of the NFL. Yup. He's an employee. No matter how he wants to put it, I he's not a consultant. He's
0: he's getting he's going to get a paycheck with Roger Goodell's check uh, name signed off the commissioner.
1: Exactly. And who and, and and who does Roger Goodell work for? The, the owners. Owners. Mm-hmm. Well, thirty-one owners because Green Bay doesn't have owners. The yeah. Thirty-one owners. So you have some people on the opposite side looking at it as, okay, Jay Z, you're going in there, but what are you going to do? Because now you work for the entity. You, as an African American male, works for the entity that that's keeping or kept an African American male from getting a job, and that's been proven because they went to court, and the court was like, "You all colluded to keep this man out." So you allegedly,
0: told- allegedly, and they settled out of court. Let's just, let's just, you know, for the for the technical for the technical uh, folks out there who want to be always. Uh, the, the technical police that always wants to uh, put up alibi fires and whatnot and say, "Well, so let's just, you know, just to be on the safe side, it was, you know, settled out of court." But we all know what really transpired. But you know,
1: well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, Eric. Here's the thing. Um, and, and for those one, for for the one two who want to, you know, want to say, you know, Big Sarge, uh, it was settled out of court. And I was like, I will refer them back to I think August of 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh 20 August 2018 maybe maybe August 2018 then they the court decided to push the uh well, well the judge um decided to push the case forward that was if 2018 that, case...
0: that was 2018 uh, it was 2018
1: okay. if that if that if that judge doesn't say there's enough evidence here to show that you all colluded against him it's judge one the trial. stopped it right there there's no settlement so, right. to push it forward, that put the NFL on notice that we can't have this coming out in court because it's going to make our whole entity look bad. We're going to look bad as a unit. Mm-hmm. So, hey, guess what? We'll go as far as we can and then we'll settle with him. We'll settle, mm-hmm. settle with Eric Reed and mm-hmm. then we'll give a non disclosure agreement and then we'll just make all this go away. So, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the ones who wants to come out and, you know, and debate me on that, I would definitely take them back to that court case back in yep. August of 2018. So, right. Uh, but with that being said, though, Ms. Um, Town Business, that's how some people are looking at it. And I can't tell them that they're wrong. I can't tell them that they're wrong for looking at it that way. But I also can't tell the people who are saying, you know, Jay-Z has always had an end game. He's always, you know, he, he took the dope game into the business world. And that's the mindset that he has. Jay Z is like maybe Jay Z is like I'm tired of being the one that's you know pushing it on the streets. I want to be the plug. I want to be the connect. So it's possible, try to do this. That's, and, it's- and that's why we're stuck in the middle right now is because we don't know. So I can't applaud him for what he's doing, right. but I also can't criticize him either. It's too early to
0: tell. Like you said, the man went from being a product you uh, product seller. To probably be in a product distribution and anybody who knows anything that I'm talking about knows what I, you know, know, kind of has an idea of what I'm trying to get into. So, I'm not going to try to, you know, I'm not going to break it down due to, you know, we trying to keep it PG out here. But, um... <laughs>
1: well, well, hold on. Can I, let me ask you a question, though, Mr. Town Business. What else? Looking at it that way, though, can we come back and say maybe Dame had a point?
0: Low key. I mean... You know, I was. That's the first person I thought about when I heard about uh, Jay Z doing this deal. It was the first person I thought was Dame Dane Dash, who was the former CEO of Rockefeller Records, and you know, him and Jay Z basically formed. You know, he's the one that went into partnership, and you know, they got signed. Was it Atlantic
1: Records? Was it Atlantic I Universal? I can't. I can't remember. I, I can't remember right now. Was it Def Jam? That was Def Jam.
0: It was Def Jam. You're right. And then Jay Z ended up becoming the CEO of Def Jam. Um, yeah so yeah that's the first thing that's the first
1: person who I thought it was um, hey, wait, hold on side note you know who the greatest you know who the the, the 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 greatest person to ever work at Def Jam was you tell me I don't know there's
0: a lot of people that work for Def Jam Scarface
1: you know they had started the Def Jam South right
0: they did yeah you're right yeah
1: so when when he was when, when he was the president of Def Jam South Scarface. was he signed
0: on Rockefeller for a hot minute
1: nope Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Scarface, aka Brad Jordan, who, by the way, is running for city council down here, and will become a councilman, and then he gonna shake things up in Houston. They don't want. Listen. You think that people are upset about Jay Z going to the NFL? Wait. Watch how these people react once he wins this city council position, and he get in there because he he ain't got it all. And I don't. And I'm not coming at his mental mind state, but I'm just saying he thinks from a whole different perspective. As I digress, though. He was the president of Def Jam South. You know, he only signed one artist to Def Jam South, and then he quit.
0: Who was you know artist? Who that artist? Was? Uh, Def Jam South. Let's see. Give me a state.
1: Where they from? Atlanta. I mean Georgia. You said state. I said Georgia. <laughs> <T. laughs> Georgia. So you from the A? Def Jam South. Uh, Luda. Yes. Disturbing the peace, right? Luda was the only yeah. artist that that yeah. uh, that Brad signed. That was it And after that he quit So anyway As I digress I am just like I just wanted to Side note that. But yeah you know, yeah, 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 So but yeah It's going to be Charlie to tell I know we're kind of Pressed for time I just want to Bring in this One little
0: quick Little tidbit um, If we had to talk About anything About preseason football Because football is back Ladies and gentlemen Thank goodness it's back Because I ain't got to Think about how The Toronto Raptors Just demolished the Warriors Anywho's, The preseason football <laughs> Is back bro If you had to name One thing One big surprise Of the pre- of preseason football What is it?
1: Wait, 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 wait. Surprise meaning good or surprise meaning bad or surprise meaning it's what I expected.
0: I know where you're going with this, so it's uh, with probably all of the above because I think
1: I'm going to go with as I expected. Okay, so surprise surprise being good, I will say that uh, Lamar Jackson, I think that he's going to be as good as advertised once they allow him... To start really passing the ball once Mm -hmm. they get get, you know help get somebody to help him to -hmm. re fence it just a tad bit better because I don't know why they don't realize he has a strong arm. He's got a cannon. He's got a
0: cannon. He He didn't win a Heisen trophy uh, three years ago for no reason. Well four years ago now, I think. Four years ago. Yeah. Exactly. He's Uh, got a cannon.
1: Yeah, so uh the bad, I mean, uh, I guess I got to say the Raiders, bro. I just don't respect, I just don't respect what they're doing right now. I mean, eventually. The Raiders or the Raiders? Yeah. The reason why I don't respect the Raiders right now (laughs) is I feel like, I feel like this, watching them, I know that they do have talent. I'm not taking that away from them. I just hate that they're on hard knocks because it makes it look like it's, Entertainment, especially when you have a head coach who used to be on television and John Gruden, and your general manager Mike Mayock used to be on television, so they're following the, the production crew. They know exactly what's going to sell and what's going to get it going, and all the attention and the focus has been taken away from how good they, because they got some pretty good receivers over there. Yeah, you know, it. it you know, the defense ain't ain't half bad. I just can't get into it because of hard knocks, and it's taken away. Everything that I want to look at the Raiders, and okay. in a scope of okay, let me look at them as a team. And the last thing is, listen, people are going to say this. They're going to say, "Oh, it's just preseason, Sarge." Don't, don't, don't get your panties in a bunch, and don't get all upset and this that, and another. I'm sorry, but the Arizona Red Raiders, <laughs> <they> look terrible. <laughs> the Arizona Red Raiders look up. Well, you haven't seen all of the Air Raid offense. I don't need to see. Oh, I don't need to see. Any more than what I'm seeing for Cliff Kingsbury already, this is normal, Cliff Kingsbury. Listen, on last night, that offense, that first team offensive unit stayed out there for at least what four possessions? I believe it was four possessions. And they looked bad on the whole four possessions. There's, a, listen, you, I understand we're not going to get your entire, your, your your total playbook. I I got that. I know we're not going to see. what's about thirty play- percent or something? Thirty percent of yeah. the schemes is what they're running. I think. But my thing is this, Mr. town business. Like I'm not looking at plays. I don't care what plays you're running. I'm looking at how bad y'all look just executing the ones that he sent in. They look terrible in execution. And what are you trying to do? This old—I mean, where are you bringing this college fake hand clap into the NFL? That's for college. So, so, so the
0: hand clap is basically for. A quarterback who can't, well, it's for a quarterback who doesn't really know how to call out a cadence. Um, and it's also, I don't even know if Kyler Murray's even talking in the, like, I don't know if they're doing, when you say air, air, air raid, are we doing what Chip Kelly had was with, with the big old signs with uh, Scott Van Pelt, a Twinkie, and John Madden up there with the play cards? I mean, you know, you're talking air raid, but like you said, bro, like, it looks bad. Like, you can't, this is literally the first team that's trying to do the whole clap cadence that I think started in Ohio State with Urban Meyer. Like, it just looks bad. It looks like they don't know what they're doing. They can't even line up correctly. Um, they're getting called. Like I, I can't tell you when's the last time I seen a quarterback get called for a false start, bro. And they got they did it twice last night. Um, <laughs> they got called for the quarterback got called for a false start twice based off of the whole hand clap um, cadence. And he's they're, they're trying to say that it's not a free flowing motion. And it can I mean it just looked bad. Um, so they're gonna have to work on that. Um, as far as the good for me goes. Um, I, I, as, he didn't look he didn't play bad this first game but he did look a little flaky yesterday and uh that's uh Dwayne Haskins i think he's going to be a huge he just needs some receivers to throw the ball to but i think Dwayne Haskins for the washington football team he he's a legit deal he just needs some help he needs an offensive line that can move some people around and some you know and some receivers i think he's going to be legit like i'm i i got some high I, I got my stocks high on him the bad yeah bro the, the cardinals look terrible bro like Gosh, I know Larry Fitzgerald Wait,
1: got
0: to the, Texas the Texas Tech Cardinals gotta be sitting there looking like I know Larry Fitzgerald's like, bro, why did I even sign another one? Why did I say I was coming back to this? I could have went somewhere else and trapped Jackson Ring, man. Like they looked terrible, bro. Um is telling let me ask you a quick
1: question. And the division that they're in, they're not gonna they they're not going to they are not going to get any better. It's not like they're gonna uh, uh in that conference. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. The the big big you write
0: the division. They're in yeah. the NFC West, which isn't the strongest division. You really only have Seattle and the LA Rams. I mean, the Niners ain't gonna be good. I mean, they got Jimmy Garoppolo out here throwing five interceptions uh uh in, in a row in, in in a scrimmage. So it's I mean, preseason, ain't
1: that what they're gonna say? That's what
0: say? they're gonna say. That's exactly what they're gonna say. They uh What's the little uh the, the 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 guy that came from Ohio State the Bosa brother that 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 was wandering around here talking about uh is, you it,
1: know, is, is it Nick Nick, Nick,
0: Nick Bosa I don't know
1: man he they ain't sound even like the Backstreet Boys to me so I yeah. don't
0: know he ain't even got on the field yet after he been popping off at the mouth talking about uh I don't know he said something crazy with Richard Sherman it got to the point where Richard Sherman was like we'll see when he gets out here you know something had to do with I think some race and stuff so
1: you know that's a great and you place. know what too Mister Town Business it's uh. It, you know, I I, I want to go back and say this. I want to preface my statement. You know, I should have. Excuse me. I should have prefaced my statement by saying this. When I when I talk about it being the preseason, when I tell people about the preseason, that's when they get to talking about wins and losses. I'm not right, talking about. Right. Them. Right. I don't care about wins and losses in the preseason. The it's year, a scrimmage. Yeah, the year that the uh the Detroit Lions went 0 16, they were they were 4 and 0 in the preseason. So exactly. I don't I don't want to talk about. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. What execution. Yeah, you can't tell me about well, you know, it's just the preseason when I'm looking at, you know, the the Arizona Red Raiders can't get their stuff they stuff together and Probably. then the second unit come in and they just blow everything away. Yeah, and and not to mention, I
0: can't even uh what's the guy? Hundley, I think it's like uh the backup yeah. quarterback. He didn't even play that bad in the second quarter. He didn't play he did bad. That. I mean, he he was able to progress, he went through his reads. Um, he, he gained a nice little huge chunk of change right before the uh, halftime. They didn't play bad. I mean, if we're talking about and notice how we haven't talked about wins and losses, right? I think that's what we need to emphasize is that no one's talking about wins and losses on this on this preseason edition of the Sports Business Podcast, which y'all can get it available wherever y'all get your podcasts from. But no one's talked about wins and losses because no one cares. I'm looking at effectiveness. What are you doing? What are you executing well? What do you, what do you need to improve on? And the, Red Red, uh, the Cardinals just, they look terrible, bro. That first team looked terrible. Like, I know the Bishop Gorman High School team out here in Las Vegas, Nevada can line up right now and probably call out one play and at least that's snap it. the ball off before a false start, and it wouldn't be called on the quarterback right now against yeah. the NFL
1: team. That's what, that, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking oh. about wins and losses, bro. I got one more. All right, listen, and I know you're pressed for time. You got to get to the store before it closes against Zima. But look... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, look, uh, another, uh, uh, another team that I think that's about to suffer through this uh, through, through this season, if they don't get it together, is the L.A. Chargers. you seen that they lost – Bro, what's, bro. Their, what's their defensive back? Derwin Jackson? James? Yes, he's out for a very long time because of – I think he broke the fifth metal tarsal. Yeah, he's going to be out for a half minute. Like, he's probably going to need surgery. They're probably going to have to put some screws in his foot. Like, it's, it's curtain for him. And now you're talking about – so, now him – you don't have Melvin Gordon because who not I think is
0: overrated. I think he's a little key overrated.
1: <laughs> I think he's okay. Uh, Allen, he's not in. He he, he hasn't been um, um, in camp. He's still dealing with a uh, slight health issues. So, like the Chargers are going to and you what? So I put it like this way: Phillip Rivers has been in the. He got as many kids as he's been in the league, right? He's been in the league like nineteen years, right?
0: 17, between
1: 17 and 19 years, he's got what nine or ten kids, something like that. You see what I'm saying? He wasn't yeah. dude that did, Look, every time they lose in the playoff he'd be like, damn it, I, I gotta, gotta go, go home.
0: home and- <laughs> I gotta go home. That's hey, did you know that Philip Rivers has a custom, he had a custom made uh car for the travel between Carson, California to LA, which is about right around a little about an hour and ten minute drive, or from uh, no. From Carson, California to San Diego because he didn't want to he didn't want to move his like move his family out there in, in the LA area. So he has a custom made car that basically drives him back and forth from San Diego to uh, Carson uh, during the season, bro. You
1: know, <laughs> Phillip, hey, look, you know, Philip Rivers reminds me of what's up. Doesn't it seem like Vince Carter just don't want to go home? Be like Vince, why don't you just retire, bro? Like you don't want to go home. Like what's yeah. at home that you don't want to be around, Vince? Because every time we look up, Vince Carter had signed a new one year one team. year deal. One, one year. So the Memphis Grizzlies. He always find these these busted up teams, bro. To sign for. <laughs>
0: busted. Like I'm surprised he didn't sign a deal with the New York Knicks, bro.
1: Yep. You know what I'm saying. So that's how I feel about Philip Rivers. Like Philip, just like you don't want to go home. I understand. You got could you imagine what his daddy do daddy do list is bro
0: they gotta be buku long like I know one thing was he had to go to like a cotillion with his daughter uh, uh I mean I mean I, I think his daughter's probably practically grown now if he got nine kids got one from about five six months old all the way up to about 17 18 years old BD. that's crazy man
1: that's oh, yeah. crazy they Used to have hey. a show on back in the day called eight is enough <laughs> hey,
0: side note, since you just brought up Vince Carter, um, and this is probably the last thing, um, are we is it too early to talk start making fun of the Lakers yet, or are we gonna we gonna wait till about next month about
1: that? No, uh-huh. here's, the thing, uh-huh. is. here's uh-huh. the thing, Mr. Town Business. Just so you'll know, may, let me let you know this. You and the listeners right <laughs> now, it's never too early to talk about anything when it pertains to the Lakers. Never. Okay,
0: okay. So all bets are off. So haze
1: so, y'all thought that uh Boogie Cousins was going to be the
0: savior for y'all, and y'all went out here overspending on Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and KCP. And- JaVale McGee, don't forget him. Oh, yeah, JaVale McGee. And, and don't uh, now- uh,
1: great white hope and Caruso.
0: Yeah, I don't even know who, I don't even know where he, what he did last year. Who did he play, who he played for? He played he play for the
1: Lakers. He came
0: from A&M. Oh, okay. Well, I did not know who he was, exactly. So... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> So we're going to put Anthony Davis, who's averaged more than what? He can't even play more than 65 games, and we're going to move him to the center position. Yeah, over or under 65 games Hello? for AD. Yeah, can you hear me? Yo. Hello? Yo, you got me? Yeah, you got me? Yo. You got Hello? Yeah, yeah, what was saying there? Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so we were saying, I was saying... Uh, We got. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna put the under of 65 games for Mr. Uh, Anthony Davis because if they're talking about moving him to the center, he's gonna be playing a lot more center. He ain't gonna be durable, bro. He ain't. He ain't durable, man. So uh, (laughs) Boogie Cousins coming off the bench. Yeah, that's. I know. I feel. And I don't get me wrong. I feel bad for Boogie Cousins, and I'm not gonna lie. When you went when KD signed with the Nets, I, I actually kind of was hoping that the Warriors was gonna re-sign him, at least on another one-year deal. So it's sad to see that, but uh as far as the franchise goes, yeah, y'all spent all that lucrative dough uh paying all these busted up players. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. So hey man, tell me
1: what you find, here, bro. Hey man, you can find me at Big Star Sports with the on Twitter, and you can also find my articles at Big Star Sports. Dot com We doing a, a dummy? Ah, uh, see, I thought about making Jay Z
0: my big dummy, but I don't know. Like, it's too early to tell. Uh, let's see. If I had to make a big dummy of the day, dummy of the day, dummy of the day, dummy of the day, quick, fast, in a hurry. Uh, probably the Arizona Cardinals, bro. Like, uh, Kyler Murray. You can't even call up a Kate. Like, what's wrong with your voice, man? You still got to go to this baby. JV hand clap notion that uh, you probably learned back in uh, Pop Warner. Like, what's going on with you, bro? You can't even get your get, get your team lined up. And side note, like I'm short. Like I'm only five seven five eight on a good day. Did you see him standing next to Cliff Kingsbury, bro? Yes, bro. That looked like the Undertaker looking against, against like a, a, a cruiserweight. Like, what was that? Like, is he that short?
1: Yeah. Uh, yes, he
0: is, bro. That he looked like he needs to be on. Not even on the JV team. He on Pop Warner, bro. Like. Man, like they keep saying that he's the same size as Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson doesn't look that small, bro. Exactly.
1: Hey, look, so. if I got to give a big dummy, I'm going I'm to stick with sports, and I'm going to say all these people out here in the city of Houston who are talking about the Texas shit trade to Davion Clowney. I don't know why you all can't see what Davion Clowney brings to the table. I know that he doesn't get a ton of sacks like you all want him to do, but he does all the other Intangibles. Is he on that first tier? As far as like with Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, uh Bond Miller, JJ Watt, he's not on that tier, but he's dang show second tier, like right there. Also, if you allow him to get away from here and get into another system, a defense I'll put it like this. You let him get away from here and, and let him get to Denver under big fangio and watch what and watch, you know, what happens. Even I heard the looking. Ravens. I'm hearing the Ravens are in talks. allegedly. Yeah, you let him get away and go to the Ravens or to the Eagles. Heck, the, if you allow him to get away from here and go to the Saints or uh low key you know who got gonna have a good defense this year? Who? The Carolina Panthers. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. So if I'm healthy, just so. if healthy and yeah, if healthy, they can have a great defense. All right, man. Hey All look, right. tell them. Tell them where they can find you at outside of the liquor store. <laughs> outside of Lee's liquor store out here in Vegas, you can find me
0: at, uh, I can't even think about it now, Twitter at <laughs> <Eric> T. Compton. <laughs> you can yeah. also find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also email the show at Sports Business, that's S P O R T T B I Z N E S S at gmail.com. Once again, this, this podcast is available on all platforms. So just Google us, you'll find us, man. Other than that, I ain't got nothing, man. And as always, BB, Words can't express how thankful I am for you, man. So, appreciate it, man. Donski.
1: Pray, play, 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 play,